Hello everyone, and welcome once again to Post Game of Thrones, the official official podcast of the books of the show. I'm your host, uh, Venom Eddie Colazzo, and with me as always, Punished Brooks Oglesby. It's the Genetti, uh, Brooks, it's mm-hmm. the Eddie and Genetti show. Eddie Genetti. <laughs> you gotta give yourself more credit than that. Well, you know, I always thought... Who, who knows? Genetti was, he, he, he had talent. Yeah, who knows what the future holds? Yeah, you know, this this is the alternate timeline. Yeah, in which so. wrestling references on our show don't exist, and everyone enjoys it. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of uh, feedback from our from our dear listeners that well, they want more wrestling content and less Game of Thrones. That's what I've been hearing from. <laughs> yeah, from I have the uh, the document from right one up or here. more people have told me that they print it print it out. Good foley work here on the show. Uh, that, yeah, this, according to this document, uh, just fan feedback, general, um, what they enjoyed is not Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 82%. Yeah, I've been doing, uh, my first qualitative, uh, research method, uh, project that I did for my class was I pulled every, every listener. So that was the packet that you all got mm-hmm. in the mail. And, uh, so, uh, thank you for all sending that back. Um, I've gone through all your urine samples and everything. And, um... What it showed me is, aside from wrestling references, the on-topic stuff that people really enjoy, uh, the number one thing, uh, by a margin of, I believe, 94%, is uh, Littlefinger Fuck Voice. That's a yes. big hit with the 18 to 34 demo. Yeah, so, we're really hitting our, our goals So we're going to have to push Littlefinger Fuck Voice even more than we do. Yeah, the, uh, strangely enough, the um, over 50 demographic, uh, very much into Metal Gear Solid. Hmm. It's like, not, not expected, but, you know... They don't have, you know, they don't have time to you know go out and enjoy life. They just have to sit at home and yeah, there's play play their anime video games. Yeah, so. like what's the point, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, let's uh, we we hope you can send in more statistics and charts and graphs as we go into season two. Yeah, um, I hope to publish my thesis on by by the time we get to season four, episode one, I should have my thesis published on this. So please continue uh, sending in your data, um, the goops that you like and the goops that you love. Yeah, th- this is also for part of my dissertation, is, ju- is which will be titled, uh, no one's ever done this before, it's going to be called, Is Game of Thrones Good? Oh, wow. And uh, the results may surprise you. Got your finger on the pulse there. The answer is no. That's <laughs> what early <laughs> early results seem to say. It's a good summary but, of our uh, show. Yeah. <laughs> so, season two. We did it. We made it. Yep. Uh, the season in which I remember the least. So that's a yeah, very good me too. omen. The, like the actual only thing I remember off the top of my head is the Blackwater. Yeah, like that's the only part I can pinpoint really. And uh, yeah, season two, episode one, the North remembers. I guess it does. I guess because we it don't. Because yeah, we. Don't. <laughs> uh, when this episode first started, I don't know if it's on all legally acquired copies, but ours did like last season on. Yeah, I got that too. And I was like, I know this. But then I remembered not everyone watches it just right after one after another. I was like, oh yeah, there was like a year in between. That's uh, like, it it was like as good as it could be for like a two minute recap, but it's just like, that would be such a shitty way to learn about Ned and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like he dies and then there's, uh, what, Robert dies. Yeah, and then like Drogo falls off his horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, who cannot ride is no cow. You're not wrong. Play with her ass. Play with her ass. And that was weird that they too. spliced that in three times during the two-minute scene. Yeah, a, a bit excessive. It, just, it fucked with, with the tone more than I would have liked. 
I I really like the part where Littlefinger just turns and looks into the camera. Uh, they really needed to put that in. Oh, yeah. Like, I felt that was a very important shot. I don't know why they kept in his audition video for The Dark Knight Rises. That was a weird choice. Mm, yeah. But I, yeah. I, guess, the, I know, guess the meme was big. Did you know Joffrey was in, like, the first yes. of those Yes, he Batman? was in Batman Begins. He was, like, a little peasant boy. I was, actu- I was actually just, like, killing time before this. I was just looking up all the actors on the show, and his uh, role, like, the actual character is credited as little boy (laughs) so good job continuing to portray that character yeah even now clearly being typecast yeah let's get into this stupid show yeah it starts with uh joffrey's name day it starts with Uh the opening credits which Uh when it's showing you know like the you know rob stark and catelyn and like littlefinger even they you know they, they get their own like time on the screen Uh um and uh liam cunningham who plays davos has his own fucking thing top billing the number one person from that entire storyline is davos and then like the last two people are like stephen delane and carice van houten stannis and melisandre like fuck you fuck this show This, this this again about forgetting everything like I'm just going along watching this episode. It's like taking some notes watching. And then Dragonstone shows up and I just start going, oh man. Yeah, it's time. Here it goes. It's beginning. What everyone's been waiting for. Everyone's favorite onion night. Yeah. Everyone's like, hey, Brooks, could you talk more about whitewashing Stannis and how wonderful he is and how shitty Davos is without, like, any backing? Thanks. <laughs> we'll get there. Anyways, yeah, Joffrey's name day. Joffrey's name day. And there's, there's, it's weird because there's some, I forget who it is now, but there's a name I recognize. He's like fighting for a little Lothar Brun. Lothar Brun, yeah. I looked it up. I was like, oh yeah, I know that name from somewhere. I love when they just do that little thing. They're like, hey, you read the books and we still like you at this point. So uh, here, Mm -hmm. have a little reference. And Dante shows up and he's drunk as fuck. This was, number one, I think it's great that the season started out with, once again, the evils of alcohol. Mm -hmm. And, um, but... I love- oh, I, before we before we go into that, I just want to mention it, the first fight is like the Hound versus Nameless Man, and the Hound and the just Hound destroys just him, just ends his goddamn life. But Joffrey, he says, "Well struck, dog." Yeah, and I did I didn't take that as like good job, the Hound. I thought it was Joffrey trying to be cool on his <laughs> birthday, like yeah, well struck, dog. Like he's thirteen like, now, so we can use he, slang. Yeah, and then he he just folds his arms and like squats as they just yeah, drag right. this guy's face blood across the floor. Well done, my dog. Yeah. Yeah, I can mm-hmm. see that. Yeah. And then the evils of alcohol. Yeah, and I the in the books, Dantos is even more drunk because mm-hmm. he comes out on a horse, but he's only wearing a shirt. <laughs> so, like, his dick is flapping all over the horse and all through the wind. I forgot about that. Much. And, like, what a weird thing to put his house's sigil on his armor. Like, such an inconsequential thing to have in the show. Yeah. And he's, like, the last member of his house or something? Yep. This house got fucked. Mm. But, you know. Yeah. And he gets... No, he's, like, uh, he's not even that drunk. Like, he's just, oh, oh like, uh, sorry, sorry I'm late. Uh, here I go. Yeah, I had two wines. And Joffrey's like, that's not very much. I drink I I two, two wines just pregame. I just dog. had two rum and, rum and Cokes. That's all. Just rum and Cokes. And then he's like, oh, so you like drinking wine? Have lots of wine. It's my name day. Uh, okay, sure. 
And then they just start, like, beer-bonging his face. Yeah, it's like a little reverse keg mm. And Sansa, once again, with the ultimate bluff check. Yes! Like, <laughs> the first thing she... This is because I'm an immature boy who's never talked to anybody who's British. But as soon as that happens, she just goes, You can't! And Joffrey goes, mm-hmm. What did you say? And I was like, well, Did she just <laughs> use the C word? <laughs> Well, for them, it's a lot, like, less of a thing than for our pig American eaters. Right, yeah. Right? So I rewound it, and she was saying, mm-hmm. can't. You can't, yeah. But yeah, so then the hound, like, seconds that bluff check like, real assist, hard. Like, like, he assists her. She gets over 25. He's like, just, uh, make him, make him a fool. <laughs> She's like, why? Why can't I kill him? It's bad luck. And the hound's like, yes, it's true. I've heard this. Yeah. I read it. But but what I don't get is... So Sansa says, it's bad luck. And he says, like, that's some peasant's tale. But then the Hound says it, who... Didn't he, like, come from peasants? Yeah. And Sansa Stark is, like, nobility, and he believes the Hound, not her. (laughs) The Hound's his dog. Yeah, that's his dog. That's his till death, man. (laughs) But, like, I like this scene because, you know, there's... as, As hit, miss, mostly miss, as Sansa's portrayal is... Like, people are, like, their end game for Sansa is usually, like, she should become, like, a little finger and, like, manipulate everybody and be, like, a master manipulator and shit. But, like, she's been doing this since, like, the, since day one. She's been, like, using her intuition and her wiles and, like, whatever, like, the skills yeah, that she has to read people and manipulate them subtly. And she's already It's just in it. her way, not in an overt, I'm, um, like, I'm betraying you way, just, like, of what she knows of being noble and, like, a lady. Yeah. Like, that's how she tricks people. So, yeah. It's not always, I'm gonna have your land, it's just that maybe I won't get the shit beat out of me and I can save this guy's right. life. Right. Like, it's a little less cinematic because, you know, patriarchy and shit, but, like, mm-hmm. she's yeah. she's doing shit, y'all. Mm-hmm. You just gotta kinda pay attention. Mm-hmm. And then Tyrion shows up, who's just the total opposite of Tywin. Like, last week we were like, look at how cool Tywin is in his armor. Oh, he's so sick, Tyrion's he's so awesome. Tyrion's a little dick boy for no reason. <laughs> he shows up in his armor and it just looks so fake. Like, it looks like Party City armor. It really does. And, like, we talked about this a lot last season, and I don't want to harp on it every time it happens, but it bugs me that several times in every episode, one of the main characters is a shithead to somebody for no reason and then gets Mm. really upset when they, like, fight back. Yeah. Like, he just, Uh he's like, oh, Tom and Marcella, I love you so much. You look so handsome. Unlike the Hound, who is ugly. And then the Hound gets mad (laughs) and he's like, for some reason, this one doesn't like me. That's like, fuck yeah, like you. he just like he has a burned face from childhood that like severely, like is is a huge part of his life. And you're like, look at this ugly idiot. Like, why? Yeah. And the hound wasn't even like, I'm I'm gonna kill you. He was just like, Argh. yeah, right. Like he's, he's used just to like it by dead now. inside. Thanks. And Tyrion's like, I have to go be the hand of the king, fiddle dee dee, and he like helicopters <laughs> his dick away to the Red Keep, just like tails in Sonic Two. Oh no! And they do the thing again. They have him say a dickhead thing, and then he has to be good because he's like, even though her father was a traitor, it was still her father. Yeah, just sticking up. And like in the books, Tyrion is trying to fuck Sansa like nonstop. <laughs> And he's like, oh, she's a prisoner of war, and that's very sad, but she's a sexy prisoner who is the heir to Winterfell. Did someone say sexy prisoner? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's Littlefinger's fetish. Mm. And then he's off. Yeah. 
to. And I think when he walks into the uh, like chamber room, he's humming the reins of Castamere. Is he? I think so. Good. I, I, I at least one part I heard was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like already making an appearance. Yeah. Finally, <laughs> titled songs. And like, the weird thing is. Owl, I mean, not owls, that's Harry Potter. Ravens in this show get everywhere immediately, which we will talk about later. Yeah. There's one that's particularly, like, egregious. Oh, sure. But this time, like, did Tywin really not send anyone else a raven? Like, oh, this is a note from Father that I'm the Hand of a King. Like, why doesn't she rip this one up? Like, how did yeah, she know I guess true? she forgot her special move in diplomacy, <laughs> just, like, ripping a contract. She didn't have her super meter filled, so she couldn't pull yeah. off the contract rip. Because that would be embarrassing if you weren't fully charged up and you tried, but it just wasn't ripping. Yeah, and you're just like, I'm pressing the, I'm pressing the buttons, it's not doing it. Yeah. And, and Tyrion's like, maybe you should check your super meter. <laughs> Fucking noob. Learn to play, get good. Yeah, get good, as they say. <laughs> and Pycelle is dancing around, not saying winter is coming. He's like, oh, uh, there's a raven, and uh, summer is is not here anymore, and we don't have it, autumn. It's the end of the of the season, the one that comes after the long summer, the longest. It rhymes with splinter. <laughs> and then, like Littlefinger says something super shitty. If I remember, he's like, someone's like, we only have enough yeah. rain to last for five years, and he's like, but we'll only lose a few peasants. Yeah, or like. Uh, okay. <laughs> cool. Like, You're definitely a good guy. Loves sh- like, just stroking that goat at all times. Just evil. Hmm. Less peasants. That's great. I'm the master of mm-hmm. coin, and nobody should know that I'm evil. Yeah. <laughs> but Tyrion walks in humming, and again, he does the Tyrion thing, where he's like, Oh, my sweet sister, I wish you loved me. Widowhood looks great on you, LOL. Your husband's mm-hmm. dead. And then she glares at him, and she's like, He's like, what? What, what did, I, what did, I, did I, I say What something? did I do? Did I offend you? And, like, mm? I didn't remember what the scene was, so, like, my note was, like, that he was acting just like a petulant little brother who just got his parents to side with him in an argument. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just, like, standing behind the parents and, like, making nyan faces at him. Yeah. And then, like, he's like, oh, yeah, Dad made me the acting hand. And then that totally made sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I like, when he's talking to Cersei... He makes a good point, that Like, how is everyone so inept? She's like, oh, well, Arya got away. And he's like, how? <laughs> like, she was here in the castle. How many guards do we have? Like, how did this happen? Like, how could you fuck this up? Well, like, the guards need, like, gender training, apparently, because they were probably mm. looking for a girl, and Arya just looks like boy. a boy. Boy. Except when she doesn't. Yeah, except when she doesn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it for now. And then we go over to... Where Rob's? Oh no, uh, Bran. Uh, fucking Davos is telling Bran some fucking boring ass stories about bricks and masons and tying onions to his belt and shit. And <laughs> so yeah, he's learning how to be a lord, but it's fucking boring. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, "This shit sucks. My dad died. You idiot. I'm not helping you." And then basically he's like, "Well, we'll help you. Don't don't worry about yeah. it." Yeah. And there's. Like this, like when, after he gives Bran a little speech about like, you know, it's you need to listen to your vassals and all that shit, and then the next guy comes up and his name is Lord Porton, mm-hmm. and he shows up and he doesn't say anything and like the scene cuts away, and I looked him up 
and he's a show-only character, and he's, he's this big fat dude, so it was literally just a fat joke. They just mm-hmm. had, like, a fat extra, and they were like, let's, hmm, how can we make the word portly sound medieval? And then they just put him on. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we don't have fucking time for fucking Aegon, but we can... Yeah. Put Mayor Portly up can, in here. We can dip some fat jokes into this real quick. Yeah. Pip, like, peeks in through the yeah. through the chamber. He's like, is that it? But the scene cuts. Yeah. So he have a chance to... Poor Pip. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, he's being hoedered around for no reason, and they just drop him on the ground. Yeah, that was... <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess he was like, we can't say anything once we're in the Weirwood, but I'm gonna need to crawl all the way over there. Yeah, like, Hoder, he couldn't traverse that, like, terrain. So, so he just drops Bran down to watch him pull himself yeah, into his little he's tiny baby combat crawls. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was Bran, I'd just be getting so, like, upper body ripped. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, what else does he have to do other than be angry when Maester Lewin makes him yeah. talk to people? He just skips leg day. He would be that mean. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense for him. It would actually be logical. Yeah. Yeah, and then they're like, this red comet means everything. Yeah, which I, that was like one of my favorite parts of the second book, which is my least favorite book, is just like everybody's interpretation of like natural phenomena. And that's really interesting from like... It's just whatever they want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this means that the Lannisters will win. Oh, no, it means that a guy died. Oh. <laughs> it's like, oh, you guys don't know about space yet. You think that's and the some- top. If someone comes up, he's like, maybe it's, um, I believe it's a rock that's going through, <laughs> through space at very high speeds. And they're like, what the fuck is space? You're dead. Are Give you talking head. about the blue roof? What the fuck are you talking about? Look, we got the blue roof, we have the Great Salt Sea. There's a big there's red bug up, up on the roof. And there's the shadow beyond Ashai. Nothing else exists. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you saying right now? And then we uh, go over to Kelly C. Yeah, because we get, like, everything in Winterfell has to be fucking dramatic irony hour, and, like, Bran's like, all oh, the dragons have been dead forever, and they will remain that way, and then it's a hard cut to Daenerys. <laughs> Who, I just want to point out, the uh, Wikipedia page for this episode is a picture of Daenerys staring into the distance. Good. <laughs> this is pretty much where it starts. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and, like, okay, this starts with Dorea, one of her handmaidens. She's, like, super interested in, like, the dragons and Viserys. And Danny's like, who? Oh, the dead asshole. I don't know. You want to ask yeah, an Why don't you go to that, ask that fucking smoldering pile of coins what you want? Fucking idiot. <laughs> she's like, uh, uh, Kelly C. But the, the dragon, she's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Stop. She's like, who, <laughs> she's like, who uh, is Viserion she, named after? I don't fucking remember. Drea, at that point, right? she's, like, she's like a mom who's like sick of her kid. She's like, because I said so. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> Stop it. Just sh- shut up. Go to your room. <laughs> But we're in the desert, and we're trying to find... Ch- Go to your room. <laughs> Mommy had a long day. <laughs> Stop it. And I like that they're just only showing the one dragon, because, like, they were saving all their... Yeah! Black water. Like, they, the, has it even been revealed that she has three yet? No. That's so like weird. They, they haven't been shown on camera Like, yet. even like, the shot in my brain that, like, I re- thought I remembered from the finale was, like, the, her, like, being after the pyre and having all three dragons on her. But, yeah, we've only seen Drogon. Yeah, in the books, in the books, like, it, I think all three are mentioned of, like, crawling over her or whatever, but in yeah. the show, it's just the one on her shoulder. Just artfully covering up each booby and her vagina. Uh-huh, yeah, of course. 
And then what happens? Danny, like, Danny's dying. horse gets sleepy. Uh-huh. And Danny's like, this was Drogo's first gift to me. And Dora's like, hey, yeah, I guess, but you still have those books I got you. Remember those books? <laughs> Maybe you can write a book to the shadow of a shark. <laughs> <laughs> you could trade the books for a new horse and the shadow land of a shark. He fucking, he does mention it. Yeah. Doesn't he? He's like, the Lazarine will kill you and take your dragons. The Dothraki horde will take your dragons. So we can keep going through the desert or we can go to the shadow land of a shark. Or we can go to the shadow under a shark. Man, it sure is hot out here. We could sure go for some fucking shadows of a shot. And this is like the start of the, like, Madragons. Yeah. Oh, God. You know? it, it, it's, it's the season of Madragons, for sure. Madragons. Because she's like, the Dothraki will kill you and take your dragons. And then these people will kill you and take your She's like, no one will take my dragons. Like, yeah. Like, probably they will. Like, do you know how anything works yeah, And it's yet? like your dragons are like weak little babies. And like, honestly, if you stepped on them, they would die. And she's like, like nobody's no... going to do it, though. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I, I just... But, like, I have plot armor. Like, re- I'm clearly one of the three most important... It's not going to happen. They're going to be fine. <laughs> and after that, <laughs> George just looks at her and just goes, Yes, my princess. Yeah. And, like, walks away. And, like, she sends, like, her blood riders. She's like, Ricaro and Ago and all of you, go find things. And they're like, do you mean, <laughs> do you mean like, a city or, like, supplies or, like, anything? Get out of here. Kim was just so mad at this, because she's like, what? what is her plan? Where are they going? How are they going to meet back up with her? What are they supposed to find? She was just serious. <laughs> like, we're going to stay here and die of hunger slowly. Yes. Remember when you were so mad about Daenerys' plan? I was so mad. About sending your guys? Yeah. And How are you going to go to the east, the northeast, the east, the west, the south, and who's going to come up with the idea? Like, okay, we found water and food and people. Like, how are you going to send a telegram? Like, <laughs> yeah, they don't have ravens. No, how are you? Like, how are you gonna let the other people know that you've accomplished your goal? What was the other thing you were mad about? That he, so much stuff. <laughs> I was mad that he was speaking in Dothraki the entire time, and then all of a sudden, like she says something in English. I guess <laughs> regular, plain, stupid people English. I think they call it the common tongue. The common tongue, uh-huh. and he says something in the common tongue, like. I'm mad that you had to speak in the common tongue when recently, actually the entire show, you've been speaking in Dothraki. <laughs> like, we understand. Obviously, we made it this far. We can read the subtitles. Yeah. And this Why is the same guy. It's that? the same guy who's like, do not do this thing. So he isn't that skilled in English, and she's still talking to him in it. Yeah. Do not do this thing is very yeah, similar to go that, find this thing. And it wasn't even something like profound that he said. He was just like, "Okay." Yeah, it wasn't like, like, it, like. Yeah, it wasn't like a saying that only comes across in English. He was just like, "Yes, like, I will go." Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like, if you know so much common tongue, why have you been speaking in Dothraki to Daenerys, the white girl? <laughs> Another one of the show's great mysteries. I'm I'm done watching. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's your Kim rant of the day. It was good. <laughs> Confirmed. Um, so the first thing beyond the wall that they put in this entire season is Sam is too fat and he broke the sled because he is fat. <laughs> I didn't see that. I think I was like turning the page no. on my notebook and I didn't know. It was like one of the wide shots where it's just like showing everybody walking. But you see Sam sitting in the snow on like this sled that's halfway in the snow. And like uh, Gren is like, you're too fat, you asshole. You broke the sled. And he's like, I, I'm, I, whoops. 
And the thing is, he's, like, not even that fat. Like, he's big, but he's not, yeah, like, wow. He's a wow. chunky he's, guy, he's, but, like... He's, like, yeah, he's not a Snorlax, like... He's a Munchlax. He's a Munchlax, yeah. And, like, and then, they, they, have, they actually have some Dolores Ed in this one. He's try- I was about to say, like, is he ever introduced? Uh, like, oh, my friend, Dolores Ed, or he just shows no, up one day fucking, in season two. He, like, he's, like, to me, the entire time I was watching the show, he was just, like, guy who looks like Adrian Neville. Yeah. And then Gren looks like Sami Zayn. But, yeah. Um, he actually does. Yeah, yeah. And he, but he's, like, he's he's a regular source of, like, comic relief in the books. He's, like, very, like, droll and dry and like, like depressing dark, in a funny way yeah like dark humor, yeah and like just and like, in here he was like i was born in a place like this and then later i fell on hard times because it's a shithole and he's being sarcastic and it's yeah, like, like this is <laughs> you're no pip they, but all right somehow the uh show writers took like all of dollar said's great goose and and then they made him the guy who's like what's the deal with wildlings come on it's satire <laughs> yeah. like uh good one buddy and I just, again, Sam's like, Goyles? What are those? I've never seen one of them before. Yeah. Like, Sam, like, even if you did, like, I think it's established that you have no chance. Yeah. Other than that their father, dad, husband will kill you dead. Like, yeah, and then they're like, so yeah, Craster is like this incestuous piece of shit, and like, he marries his daughters and shit, and then John's like, but what about the men? Yeah. What about the men? Where's the boys? What about, yeah, what, um, men too, uh, could you, did you forget, uh, all, all lives matter, uh, all wives matter, uh, come Thank on. you. Mm-hmm. God bless. <laughs> all lives matter. And I thought, I thought, uh, Crestor was much older, uh, or did I just imagine him that I, way? For whatever reason, I didn't remember Crestor looking like this at all. Yeah, I saw this like, guy, and I was like, that's not how I remember Crestor at all. Mm-hmm. I remember him, I think, looking more like Corin Halfhand or something. But yeah. Yeah. He's just like some old fuck. Mm-hmm. And he calls... We can start the season two people calling John Pretty Count. Because mm-hmm. he's like, he's prettier than half my daughters. And for those of you just joining in, like... Every three episodes, John gets called pretty by a man for no reason. Jamie wants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In case we didn't know. Yeah, it's like, we but... we have eyes. But he's also, uh, like, they call him a pretty boy, and then they call him a bastard immediately. Yeah. Like, to balance it out. So we learn that the wildlings are joining force with my deserter in shining armor, my wonderful mance. Mm-hmm. And so, Gior's like, where, where, are they, where are the wildlings marching? And Craster's like, well, when you're far north, there's only one way to march. And then it cuts to John, like, looking into the fire, trying to work out the riddle that you just said. <laughs> yeah. He's like, far north. So there's one way when you're all the way at the top, near the North Pole. Like, fuck, this goddamn Sphinx. I can't could... say my next line unless <laughs> I figure out the Sphinx's riddle. He wasn't even like, the the wildlings march to where the sun rises at this time, but when it's the midday, yeah, they have not. three the legs. The wildlings just are like, moving yeah. south from Chicago at 30 miles an hour. I can, yeah. No, it's not. It's just like the opposite of north. Uh-huh. It rhymes with mouth. Mm-hmm. I was like, Krauth, Blouth. Boros, Blount. <laughs> like, fuck. Like, and doesn't John get mad? He's like, I'm no southerner. Yeah. And my favorite thing about that is, like, he says that, everyone gets mad at him, 
and everyone just forgets about it until like the scene's over and afterwards he gets like yeah and he's like a talking well to bye him. and then they all walk out and yeah. Jor like puts him up against the wall and like I thought he was having an old person episode honestly because he was like who am I who am I <laughs> there was a, there was a couple more things in Craster's Keep that I like the guy who was holding the axe. Yeah. And this is a thing, like, I forget, like, when I first heard it, but ever since then, I like, my life has not known peace, because I always think about it, that <laughs> extras can't say lines, otherwise they have to be in the Screen Actors Guild. Uh, did you learn about that because of the it Dumb and Dumber Jim scene? Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah. Was, like, Slurpees, huh? Yeah, like, big gold well, See, see you later. <laughs> that's exactly how I learned about that. That's, that's how I learned about that, too. And, like, this guy wanted to say a line so bad, I know. he just couldn't. <laughs> and I also... Um, Craster, he yells, like, wife! And it's Jilly, who we'll be friends with later. Yep. But the way he said it reminded me of Hermes Conrad. Wife! Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, what can I do for your husband? <laughs> like, that's how I wanted Jilly to come up, too. Everybody be on the wall. Yeah, wildlings, canonically, are all, like, Jamaican. And, or from one of the surrounding Caribbean islands. And Mance Raider is Barbados Slim. Yes. <laughs> The king of the wildlings. <laughs> Barbados Slim. Uh, yeah, that's it for them. Like, I can't wait until Man's Raider shows up so I can just do a constant Barbados Slim. That was a really good Barbados Slim. Thank you. <laughs> I just, I just, because Futurama goofs, but there was one on yesterday or the day before, I just had it on while I was doing something else, and it's the episode... Where it starts with, like, they're like, oh, the keys are left in the Planet Express ship. Let's go fly it. Yeah. And Bender goes, look, Fry, I'm flying with my that's ass. That's the best thing is, I ever saw. Just the way Fry says that is so that's, funny to me. That's one of, there's a lot of th- things that Fry says that I've, like, incorporated into my vocabulary for yeah, years. Yeah, that's the best thing I ever saw. Yeah. Like, not laughing, just, like, yeah. <laughs> confirming. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Let's get to the best part of the episode. Hell yeah, Melisandre's under that red comment, and it's like, it pans from some stone dragons. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, dragonstone, okay. Yeah. And like... And, uh, what's going on? Fire? Yeah, the seven are getting burned, Maester Crescent wants to stop her, and then, like, he's like, Davos, you gotta stop this. And Davos looks over and sees Stannis' enormous boner. And he's <laughs> like, nah, not right now, we can't. Yeah, uh... Uh, we can't, uh, loyalty. He just, like, it's, it's like a kickstand. He's leaning forward and just, <laughs> and like... just propping him up. <laughs> and then he's like, stop it! I will stop this at once! And she's like, go ahead. He's like, make a move. Yeah, fucking try me, bro. S- swing first. Swing first. And he just walks away. Yeah. <laughs> like... Great job, buddy. And, like, and so Stannis goes and draws the sword, and he's so cute in this scene. <laughs> Because he's so uncomfortable. It's like he's never, like, done public speaking before. So, like, mm-hmm. so he's just like, the, uh, the, the night is, is dark. Uh, uh, come here, honey. And then he, like, holds out his hand. Like, he walks away, and then he turns around and holds out his hand. And, like, Melisandre and Solis, like, both run after him. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're out of here. Even the way he takes the sword, he's like, it's not, like, holding it above his head like the great hero. It's just, like, hanging at his side. He's like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Let's go. I love it, because he's like, because he doesn't, like, the whole thing is that, like, he's an atheist and he doesn't believe in the shit. He just, knows, like, he's just, like, finding out that Melisandre's powerful and she supports him. Mm-hmm. So it's like, whatever, mm-hmm. ceremony, ceremony, give me my fucking throne. Yeah. And I like the next scene, because it's just, like, this is the best job 
of status that they've done in this show. Yeah, because it, it, it's fucking... It's probably it's, taken exactly it's from It's literally verbatim, and I love it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> My it's beloved brother title. Robert. Take it out. It, it, it's a harmless courtesy, sir. A lie. He was not beloved. Take it out. Yeah. <laughs> Another one. The Kingslayer. Call him the Kingslayer. Jamie Lannister. All right, sir. Jamie Lannister. The sir Kingslayer. Jamie Lannister, the Kingslayer. Whatever he is, he's, still he's a, knight. a knight. Yeah. Which is like, that's the best Stannis we're ever going to get. Right, it's so, it it nails him. Nails him like Melisandre. And I wrote wrote down Davos, Davos, of course, like, killing the mood. I don't remember exactly what he does. Exists. Exists. And, oh yeah, this. so then Stannis says, like, send this to every single person. Send it to everywhere. Like, ignorance is not an excuse. Yeah. Like, everyone must know about this. Which, we'll talk about in the next scene. Anyway. Which, that sucks, because if I were a, if I were a high lord in this time, anxiety boy over here, I would just be like, like, my read receipts are always off on my phone. And I'm just like, oh man, I didn't get your text. Like, if they're marching on my house, I'm just gonna be like, oh man, this is so awkward. I'm so sorry. I just like, oh man. I, I thought really, I responded. I really oh man, I didn't like, send it. Uh, I didn't press oh send. On the Raven. I've been, I've been so busy. Like, I got work. I got class. Like, I don't know. I gotta run this this castle. Like, yeah, man. Know, I'm sorry. Winter's coming. You know how it is, man. Yeah. But yeah, I still want to hang out sometime, you know? Yeah, sure. Just let me know whenever you're free. And, uh... Yeah, if you want me to, like, swear allegiance to you later. Yeah, man. <laughs> and then we get the most obvious poison attempt of all time. Yeah, my only note for this is Kristen puts some alcohol in his drink and dies. Yeah. Like, everyone notices it. I know, and Davos is like, fucking stop, you old piece of shit. Hmm. then Melisandre's like, why don't we take drinks, then? Yeah. A drink of the wine. And then they both drink it, and then he dies, and she says, what he doesn't know is I've been building up a resistance to Iocane powder. <laughs> and then, then, uh, Stannis is like, wow, she really is mad. Wow, she can really party. She's down in that drink. And I think we need to stop the winter is coming count because there hasn't been that many, and start the night is dark and full of terrors count, uh, which there, is at two. I feel like there were a couple times during this episode where like it was kind of like sword in the night's watch where people just chanted a lot, kind of apropos of nothing. <laughs> yeah, the night is dark. Like one person starts it, and then everyone is required by law. Like did somebody say the word dark? The night is dark and full of terrors. The night is dark. <laughs> it's weird, but um. If I could digress, uh, this is the first scene in a long, long line of me defending Stannis based on what happens in the books. So, uh, buckle up, uh, dear viewers. Um, this scene, uh, in the books is the prologue of the second book, and it's from Crescent's perspective. Yeah, I was, I was thinking, like, isn't this the first scene of the episode? And then I remembered it's the prologue. Yeah, I remember when I was watching this, I didn't know who fucking anybody was. Mm -hmm. And, like, she said Stannis eventually, and I was like, oh, okay. So this isn't, like, the Iron Islands or whatever. And so, yeah. Um, but, like, the whole, like, even people who like Stannis kind of give him flack for this because uh, Crescent is, like, made fun of very strongly. And, like, Stannis and Solis order him to, like, put on their jester's hat during this scene. And, like, they're, like, shitting on him constantly, which is mm-hmm. hilarious because he's, like... <laughs> He's like the old maester, and there's a new maester like ready to replace him, and yeah. he's like super old and shit. But we learn it's like isn't the new maester like the guy who's writing the letter or whatever? Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, so we learn that like Melisandre later, like she sees 
threats to herself and the flames. So, like, she knew that Crescent was going to do this. Obviously, Stannis knew about it. So everybody in the scene is, like, trying to get Crescent to keep his dignity, but, like, just get out of there and not come. Because, like, they, like... Because Stannis is also kind of, like, testing Melisandre's power. To, like, if he does it, then that shows that Melisandre has power and shit. So, like... So, even at the beginning, like, Crescent isn't even invited to this dinner. Like, they just invite the younger maester, and they tell they tell him, like, hey, let Crescent sleep. Like, he doesn't need to fucking come. Yeah. So then he, like, wakes up and is like, oh, they, they didn't invite me? I'm pissed. And then he, he goes in. <laughs> oh, and, like, pissed. the whole thing is, like, Stannis and Davos are, like, trying to get his ass to leave. Because they can't be like, hey, Melisandre fucking knows, dude, because that takes away from the test. But, like, so, like, he takes the hat off of his jester, and he's like, hey, hey, buddy, who's, like, been my father for 40 years, and I don't want you to die. Uh, do a dance. And then he's like, fuck this. I'm gonna save everyone from this red witch. And then he fucks up. Mm-hmm. And that's how it happens. Yeah, so it's a little different, but I mean, it's not... It's definitely not the most egregious change. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been yeah, It's one of the better adaptations, actually, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So Jamie is sleepy. Jamie's sleepy. And... Rob is getting more, like, sick burns on him, but not really. Yeah. He's just like, not, I'm not gonna do it your way! Like, we we heard that one already, Rob. Like, we know. You said that before, after the battle. Yeah, but, now I got a dog! (laughs) And I don't get why, like, okay, the wolf is intimidating, but why is that supposed to be like, yeah, I'm strong because I got a bad wolf. Like, yeah, it's the wolf I'm scared of, not you, like, little boy. Yeah. And he even, he does the fucking Lannister thing where he's like, hey, boy, uh, you're a boy, and you're... Well, Do you hate being called boy? I'm not touching you. Yeah. I'm not touching you. And he's like, hey, I could yeah. chop your head off, and he's like, I bet you, I bet you won't, boy. Mm-hmm. I bet you, how's puberty treating you? Nice pimple, idiot. <laughs> and then what happens, there's like... Is this when he talks to his mom about the plans or whatever? No, that's a little later, I think. But this... Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. He goes into his tent to talk to these guys, and he's like, Stannis has sent out letters to all of the lords. And that helped me a lot. Like, that just happened! Yeah. He didn't even send them out yet (laughs) at the end of the last scene. He was still writing the original. Yeah. Like, you don't have a printing press or anything. You don't have a copy machine. Like, I don't know, maybe he's got, like, AOL or something. (laughs) <laughs> it's mine by right. The Iron Throne and 500 free hours of AOL 9.0. <laughs> like, Stannis would definitely still use the America Online application in 2015. Yeah, pay for America Online through dial-up. Type in keyword Iron Throne and see, like, what stuff is going on. Ask Jeeves was fine. I don't know why they changed it. Goes, like, uh, rightful air has entered the chat room. <laughs> what the fuck's up, idiots? <laughs> it's fewer, not less. Yeah. This, like, it was... Because this is, we've talked about in the past how, like, it's very unclear, like, how it goes from nobody knows that Joffrey's an abomination to everybody knows and talks about it all the time. So I guess I it's know. because Stannis, like, sent a letter to every mailbox in Westeros. Yeah, I guess that's true. So, like, that, that I guess, kind of fills that gap, yeah. however haphazardly. But it, it feels like even before that, like, everyone knew, they just never talked about it constantly. Right. But, whatever. And then we go, like... Back to King's Landing, right? Where Shay just like, needs the red god. She's waxing poetic about that cum smell. Uh, she needs the red god so bad. Like, she, yeah. Please. 
Like, not even the seven combined can save her. She's like, mmm, corpses come and poop. My three favorite <laughs> Nothing perfumes. Nothing gets me in the mood. More like, like, old cheese and a nice yogurt. And then Tyrion's like, speaking of dead people, this was Ned Stark's bed. Let's fuck. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Nice. And then, uh, what happens doesn't... Someone make a goof about Varys. Yeah, Littlefinger, right? Littlefinger is fucking garbage in this scene. I <laughs> yes. hate him in this scene. Yeah, he's, he's just walking around. He, I guess he was, like, looking for the throne or something. And Cersei mm-hmm. and the Gold Cloak stop him and, and, like, ask about Arya. And he's like, I don't trust eunuchs. They don't have wieners, so who knows what they want if they don't want to yeah. fuck everything that moves. Mm-hmm. And, like, Littlefinger, didn't he say, like, I don't fuck... Like, that's not what I do. But what, for some reason, that's what guides everyone else in the world. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. He's like, but I do know someone who likes to fuck. Someone who likes to fuck her brother. Oh my god. They they add two songs to the canon of the universe. Because Cersei's like, hey, uh, one time I heard a song about you getting fucked up by Brandon Stark and losing the love of your life. And then he's like, yeah, I also know a song about everybody knowing about you fucking your brother. <laughs> and she is surrounded by the city guard who just yeah. killed the shit out of like the hand of the king and he's uh-huh. like and uh knowledge is knowledge power. is power stay in college and then she's go like, to school and get the good grades to learn how to fuck play with her ass and then so she's like okay fucking murder little finger right now what the fuck is he thinking and I guess he's just like so used to just like <laughs> I just I just wish I could get a screenshot of his face when he's like oh like yeah he's so spooked. <laughs> he's so used to just like babbling the empty philosophy Banksy shit with Varys mm-hmm. all the time that like he forgets that word that words mean things like that there are consequences to anything yeah and we see like I didn't know he's usually like I I work in the shadows of the shadows of Ashai. <laughs> My, the shadows of Ashai. But this time he just said, like, I know your deepest secret. To, like, the queen, yeah. to her face, surrounded by guards. Yeah. Like, how w- did you think this was going to play out? Yeah, like, fucking, this, that was Ned's plan. Yeah. Ned's plan was to go meet Cersei and be like, hey, Ned's I know about Ned's plan was actually shit. better because the guards weren't there right. at the time. Right, yeah, and she was, yeah. <laughs> and he actually, like, had the means to, like, fucking, like, actually spread the word. Like, nobody's gonna believe fucking mustache-twirling Littlefinger Master of Coin. Mm-hmm. Like, Robert would just be like, get the fuck out of my chamber. And I like how Cersei's like, kill him. Never mind. Turn around. Do a flip. Yeah. <laughs> like, start start battle rapping. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Baron Trent, Ow. and I'm here to say. <laughs> and we are the guards. <laughs> and <laughs> They're getting to get you forced position. Yes. <laughs> And like, power is power. Deuces. Yeah, it's like, little finger words mean what they mean. And we see a little, like, a little boy, like, scrubbing the outside floor for some reason. Yeah, and I guess was like, that supposed to be, like, one of Varys' yeah, guys? Yeah, I think that's like, what the implication was. Uh, and, I mean, it'll never come up again, and they'll be talking about the exact... Like, Varys won't show up in the throne and be like, Hey, I heard that you almost got killed to death. Like, no, it'll just be like, You're, you're looking at that throne again. Well, I want someone yeah. on that throne who could better the realm. And then they're like, well, I, I'm i good for the realm. And then that'll be the whole scene. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, I, I heard you had 
Varys would be like, I heard you had an encounter with the queen. And he'd just be like, I heard you're missing your dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, uh, like, yeah, you and everyone else in the world, but I also heard you almost got fucked up super bad. Yeah. But, uh, no balls. Yeah. <laughs> and then we go to the Rob again. Yeah, and he's like, which, Alton Lannister, go make some peace. And he's like, it's not gonna work, buddy. It's not gonna work. This this whole time, I'm just imagining, like, the, like, the North, in this case, is just the South during the Civil War, and many years from now, they'll be like, listen, the Great Northern War of Secession wasn't about Ned Stark getting killed, okay? There were lots of other reasons. It was reasons. about states' like, rights. State, it was about Northern rights and, like, the economy, <laughs> Okay. They had all the grain and wheat and Lannisters, and I'm stuck up here with the fucking Umbers. Like, <laughs> that's enough to fight anyone. But I, I also liked Rob's uh, Pawn Stars, like, negotiating skills. He's like, they'll, they'll never agree to those terms. That's right. Let us be free forever and never come back and don't speak to me anymore and let me be the king of the north. That's the best I can do. <laughs> like, and he's just like, ah, okay. well, uh... No thanks. Uh, have a good day. Yeah, like I, I mean, I'll tell him, but they're gonna say no. And he's like, "Okay, go do it." <laughs> and then fucking Theon is like, "Rob, you can't take things. Le- you can't take King's Landing without ships." And uh, Mister Failed Rebellion over here happens to be the heir to a fleet of loser ships. Yeah, so listen, uh, my dad knows a thing or two about failed rebellions. <laughs> Let me go back to my home of my people where I'm originally from and uh, you know they really like me there even though I've been here forever and Rob's like yes this is a good idea I know nothing of history yeah and he's like sure go let Balon Greyjoy join me and like I don't Catelyn's like no like, did you remember Balon is bad and Rob's like actually he's good and that's the whole argument yeah, it is. and she's like half's like okay you know what it's time for me to go home and he's like actually it's time for you to go to Renly yeah, which like if you think about it, this is one of Rob's better moves in terms of just like his goals. Oh yeah, because he like like he sends his mom, oh, so she's away from him, not being like my special baby boy. He's a big man in front of like council. No tummy kisses in front of the great John. Yeah, no tummy <laughs> bubblies, and I I would think that like sending Lady Stark to negotiate with Renly would be a lot better than sending Alton Lannister. Yeah. You know? So it'd be like, oh, they sent, like, an important person to talk to me. They must respect me a lot. Me, Renly, who's the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> now, that, that wasn't me editorializing. No, that yeah, yeah. That was, that was Renly's internal monologue. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't... The one thing I didn't like about the scene is that, like... I don't, this, this could be me being wrong and, like, misremembering the books, but, like, Theon is like, Ned, Ned is my true father, and he raised me to be honorable. I love him, and I miss him every day. But, like, I remember in the books, it was, like, they didn't, like, they actively didn't have that much of a relationship because Ned was, like, hey, I need to He's not, not like, get yeah. close to this guy because I might have to cut his fucking head off if his dad acts yeah. up again. Maybe that was just Rob, I mean, Theon, like, trying to convince just him. Theon being a flying fucking shithead to everybody. Yeah, just telling Rob what he wants to hear. He's like, yes, that was my dad. He was nice to everyone. And he had no bastards. And all trueborn, beautiful baby Robs. Yeah. So, uh, back in King's Landing, Joffrey is redoing the decor, and 
this is in season one. I was like, the throne room looks so different in season one and shitty and like low budget. Mm-hmm. And there's vines. Why vines? And then even Joffrey's like, we don't want any shitty fucking vines. We're conquerors. And I'm like, thanks, man. Yeah, we gotta we gotta spice this place up. This week on House Hunters Westeros, <laughs> the Red Keep is renovated. No, we really want an open believe. concept throne room. Yes. So for for my rule, what I really wanted was stainless steel appliances and marble countertops. I can't. I won't settle for anything less. My budget is infinite. Your grace, are you going to love it or are you going to list it? <laughs> he says my budget is infinite. Money is not an option. And then the house, like like uh, real estate person, is like. Well, based on his budget, there's not that much he can do in this, <laughs> you know, based on his demands, but I'll try to find something. Yeah. <laughs> they just bring him around, like, they bring him out of the keep and back into it, and he's like, what we have here is the red keep. It's fantastic. He's like, I want it. <laughs> Give me this place right now. Again, Joffrey's redecorating to make it look tough mm-hmm. and mean. And then? And then he says, women are weak. Like... My my mother by me misogynist job yeah. like like I and he says that he heard a nasty rumor and who the fuck would gossip that to him <laughs> like, yeah hey Joffrey did you hear what they're saying about the king like he, he, nobody would say that shit to him like on the playground ever like hey did you hear that like, you're born of incest. At the most, Joffrey would be like, are people saying this thing about it? They'd be like, no, 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 You're a handsome boy, tummy bubbles. Like, we love you. Yeah. You're a handsome, handsome Baratheon boy. Very strong and also the king. Sorry that we dyed your hair blonde as a baby. But it... And I like, like, Thursday even spills it. She's like, they're just trying to say that to reduce your claim. It's not a claim. Yeah. Right. Anyway... But we do get another Joffrey slap. Which yeah, is we do. Always the best because every time it's this is the exact like sound every time. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> no matter how far away the camera is, <laughs> that's the exact sound that happens. Right. And, and he's like, "I'm the king. Don't do that again." He's like, and then she realizes, like, "Oh no, my son is mean." Yeah. Oh no, everybody else was right. Like that. My special baby boy is imperfect. And then we just get loud fucking. We get loud fucking, and it's like... For no reason. Like, she's getting that pipe too hard, and Roz is like, hey, you're going too hard on the pipe. And... Like, Roz is somehow, like, big boss. Yeah, she's um, like, <laughs> little finger, like, his understudy at this point, I guess. Mm-hmm. Because she is a premium-ass player. <laughs> like, at this point, we were watching it, and Apollo, my cat, was sitting on, like, the windowsill... He came down, laid on the bed, and actually, like, covered his eyes. <laughs> like, and went to sleep. Oh. He couldn't watch this this filth. And, yeah, Roz is just somehow, like, she's the pro, and she's, like, the head spy. Right. And then we get a nice baby-killing montage. Yeah. And, uh... This was... I, there was actually, like, when the baby was, like, the Vera... Like, it still, like, got an emotional response. I mean, I was still like, ah, oh, fucking Janice lent you piece of shit. Like, it, it really, it, like, it wasn't me in, like, the ironic removed way that I usually watch the show now. It was still like, like, oh, fuck, dude. That was a little <laughs> and, baby but the, boy. But the weird thing is, like, that's never really brought up again. It sure isn't. 
it's not like let like the episode eh, spoilers. I don't say, but like bad things happen to him eventually. But it's never like previously on Game of Thrones before the bad thing happens. Like he just killed a baby with a knife. Yeah, I remembered all, and it was like happy to do it. Like all of season two, I was like, so why was that happening? Why? Like it because I'm I'm not a smart person, so like I I didn't <laughs> it didn't even occur to me that it was like oh Robert's bastards. Even though I'm sure there was a scene where like yeah. Littlefinger grabbed the camera and he's like they're going to kill Robert's bastards. Or like Sean Connery or whatever, but I think I think the thing that Joffrey says something like "Father had lots of bastards," and then Cersei's like, like that. "Not in a couple of minutes." Yeah, <laughs> and then the baby killing montage. You're the best around. <laughs> the kids getting drowned and like thrown into fire. You're the fire best around. Like... We're gonna keep you down until you drown, or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and then Tabomont gets yeah. tortured, and he's like, Gendry's over there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he's like, Gendry, his name is Gendry. So it's, like, confirmed. Like, I get, we all knew it, but it's, like, confirmed that he's Robert's bastard. Yeah. And then it shows them, like, going away. And why do the Arya and Gendry get to sit Yeah! Gendry's, like, the <laughs> biggest boy. He doesn't, like, he's... Gendry could pull the cart and be fine. Gendry could just be, like, Olympic long jumping along with them the entire way. Like, he is the most athletic person I've ever seen. He's the strongest boy that exists in this world. He is. He's the prince that was promised, and I love him very much. <laughs> he really is. Like, so, yeah, maybe, it ends with, like, what? what are you gonna I, say? I, I was going to say put hot pie on there, but, like, no. There would be a goof about a hot pie, like, slowing down. Yeah, it would be like, like, oh, you broke the card again. This keeps happening. It collapses, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, now we find out that they're after Gendry. Which is... That kind of that was kind of weird to me that like uh, the whole plot line I totally forgot about. Yeah, just like that's the big like hook you into season two. Like it, like last season it was like Bran getting pushed out of the window, and then it's like, hey, the secondary character that's on a trip with the character we care most about, and like obviously Arya is still in danger because they're looking for her. But it was still like, mm. hmm. Like in my head, the season starts with they leave King's Landing, and then Arya's immediately hanging out with Jack and Hagar. Yeah, like, that's that's exactly where I jump. Uh huh. Yeah, and that's this episode. Okay, good start. Yeah, I, I, like except for season one, like every every first episode feels kind of nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, it just feels like reminding everybody okay. who the characters are. Just like the reboot. Yeah. Every. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I win when I... Uh, go ahead. I, I'm just gonna say, like, I barely remember anything about this season in general, so I can't be like, I'm waiting for this. Yeah. Like, so. I, like, when I went to go see the season five premiere, like, HBO had a screening at my school, like, I was waiting in line for, like, four hours, and I was so excited to see, you know, what would be happening, and then, like, kind of nothing. It was just like, oh, I remember these characters. All right, cool. I think this might be my... Like, except five, which is just, like, absurdly bad. Like, this is my other least favorite, I think. What was... Remind me why season five was... Or episode five. Or, are you saying season or episode? S- season five. Is the oh, yeah, season, season five is the dirt worst. This might be the same. Yeah, I... I like, just because it's so, like... I want to go through it before time. I can confirm that. But, mm-hmm. like... Another thing that surprised me about this is that, like, they're... You know, the, the narrative is kind of like season three is where like they really start to make big changes. Season four is like a lot of changes and season five is just like bullshit fan fiction. But like mm-hmm. there are already in this episode, there were already like some things that really stuck out to me is like them editorializing quite a bit. 
Oh, oh, I just remember this. Our, our, like, because uh, we have it, like, on demand or whatever. Yeah. And after the episode, they do, like, Inside, Game of uh-huh. Thrones or whatever. And it's always D&D talking about, like, well, Arya, she's, like, yeah. on her own now, and she has to pretend to be someone else, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this character is doing this. For the part when they talk about Stannis' character, oh. it was, like, the producer of the episode. <laughs> it wasn't even like, D&D. we don't have anything to fucking say about this guy. Yeah, and then it came back to them, and they were talking about, like, the Lord of Light. <laughs> like, not about Stannis. They're like, well, he's making his people accept this religion that they've never had before and burning all of their old gods. Like, <laughs> immediately, they're just shitting on like, him. Like, I get it, you're atheists, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> But I was, like, waiting for that so much just to see what they were oh, saying yeah. about there's, it, and it's nothing. Like, they, I, if it's the same one, like, there's also an Inside the Episode for most of them on YouTube, on, like, the Game of Thrones mm-hmm. YouTube channel. And, like, there's one where they straight up say, like, we don't think Stannis would be a good king, we don't like Stannis. Like, Renly <laughs> is our boy. Confirmed. And that's when I started Renly the shit out of my eyeballs. No, like, yeah. yeah, who has no leadership ability at all. Just has a bunch of friends. You know. Oh. oh, that's the episode. Yeah. Uh, do you, do we have a Warg of the Week? Uh, we do. Uh, and it was... Uh, Warg Wars. Warg Stories what? <laughs> Warg of the Week. Warg of the Week! Warg of the Week! Warg of the Week! Warg of the Week! Exclusive! <laughs> Those damn Dudleys! Warg Stories. Warg Stories. <laughs> Tonight on TLC, Warg Stories. Followed by the 600 pound warg. My 600 pound warg, yeah. <laughs> What's this week's? Um, so, uh, Danny feels a really strong connection to Drogon. Fuck, I hate it. Who she named for Drogo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Drogon is the most, is the strongest and the biggest, and I would say like the most callish of all the dragons. And, uh, that's because, uh, in one. Uh, there's one theory that uh, proclaims that uh, Drogo warged into him upon his death. Um, because, you know, he died, Drogon came I'm to life. I'm very happy, like, that Warg of the Week actually keeps the theme of Warg. Yeah, I was like, I was looking through some, and I was like, hmm, I need to kind of bring it back home this week. Mm-hmm. You know, keep it grounded. Yeah. Um, so, like, we see that, like, even though his body's alive, like, his soul is gone prior to that. So, like... You could say that he warged into the egg during the blood magic thing, but, like, did Drogo know the dragons would wake? Like, what, did he actually expect that to happen? I don't know. It's it's up in the air. So it's a lot more reasonable to expect uh, that my theory is correct, in which Drogo warged into the animal he knows most about, his own gift to Danny, her horse. So Drogo is in, this, is in, of the is in Danny's silver, horse of the week. And horse of the war. So what? Because if we're thinking back to season one, book one, what did Drogo learn to enjoy? Danny riding him, right? <laughs> okay. Now a cow that cannot ride is no cow. Is no cow. But what about a yeah. cow that can be ridden? What about a Khaleesi that rides on the it's cow that rides? The world. Okay. And so <laughs> that's the keep it together. That's the evidence. Um, yeah. But I was thinking, because in the books, Danny still has her silver, but the silver beefs it in this episode. Um, and why would why would the silver beef it? Because Drogo is a goddamn fucking idiot who still refuses medical attention, and he still tries to walk <laughs> off his terminal illnesses. 
So he just, he works, and he's like, oh shit, my body is dying, I need to work into this horse so that I can't make the same mistake and just walk through the red waste and die. But then he gets into the horse, and he's like, ah, fuck it, I'll just fucking, fucking magic, I don't need that shit, I don't need medicine, I'll just keep walking, and then he just fucking collapses again. So, um, when I was writing this out, I was thinking, uh, maybe one of our viewers could flesh this out, um, maybe a horse worked into Drogo years ago. Because the horse didn't... If you don't agree that Drogo worked into the horse... Um, fuck you. Number one, fuck you. Like, go to hell. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Go fucking listen to fucking Serial if you want. If you want that shit. <laughs> if you want some bullshit nonsense that didn't really happen. Yeah. Like, this is the truth. But, like, it would explain why Drogo and the horse acted exactly the same if... A horse also worked into Drogo. Well, a horse also isn't, like, a person and doesn't understand medicine and, like, right. emotions yeah. and... So, like, a horse would also be like, ah, oh, this Maggie put this, like... This <laughs> oh, so you're saying they're, like, more me. more bonded than even expected because horses are idiots. Yes. Okay. Yeah, like, Cal Drogo is a beautiful idiot. Mm-hmm. Cal Drogo was too dumb to live, but... <laughs> Like, and maybe that's why Rago was fucked up because they were in trying to make a stallion that mounts the world. They actually made a half horse, but it wasn't like a mm-hmm. centaur and like a beautiful. It was like a shitty. It wasn't even a reverse. It was like horse head, human body, and like dragon scales. Yeah, with glass bones and paper skin. Only death pays for life. Only death pays for life. You must not do this thing. <laughs> you must not walk into the horse into the dragon. Force. Boss, <laughs> no. Horse. Yeah. <laughs> that was his dying words as he was on the funeral, funeral pyre. Horse. Horse. The two most famous last words in cinema history: Rosebud and the horse. <laughs> oh, horse was the name of his horse. Got it. Thank you, <laughs> Citizen like, Kane. It probably was. <laughs> yeah. The only reason Danny's horse is silver is because she named it that. Yeah. Like, Drogo didn't even consider he could name his horse. Yeah. You know it. If he did name it, it would have also been called Drogo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, somebody would point at his horse and be like, what's that name? And you'd be like, Dro- Drogo? Yeah, I don't... Kelly, my princess. It's like... The Dothraki have no words for it. It's name. like if somebody pointed at your legs and asked what your leg's name was, you'd just be like, Eddie? Yeah. Like, it's, like, I it's don't know. still me. Like... It's just a lower part. <laughs> yeah. uh, Want to move on to, to uh, sure. questions? If you have any questions, send them to us at uh, our Tumblr, postgameofthrones.tumblr.com, or our Gmail address, postgot at gmail.com. First wet question comes in from no one. Ooh. We didn't fucking get it. <laughs> I was like, ooh, a faceless man. Step your game up. Like, if you're not going to send in a question, send in a review. I mean, to be fair, I forgot to uh, reblog the question prompt thing until like 3 To be fair, I posted night. it like 10 minutes before I went to bed yesterday. So like, yeah. <laughs> also partially my fault. Yeah. It's like but hey, now we, 2% our yeah. fault, 98% everybody who's listening to this. Yeah. Everyone else has to be... Look, I work on this for an hour and a half every week. <laughs> that means everyone else has an hour and a half more to think of content for our Eddie show. has been 
tru- has been trudging through Metal Gear Solid, trying to over a hot stove. That is my computer while Metal Gear Solid is running. And he has been like, "Oh, I'm so glad that I'm paying so much attention to this game, so that people will ask me questions." And I'm in, I'm in a TGI Fridays every Sunday in a back room doing improv, just in, in the hopes that somebody will send me a question about fucking Del Close or some shit. <laughs> Well, hey, we got like 10 or 15 minutes just to talk about garbage if you yeah, want. Um, I'm trying to think of like a question on the spot, but I'm a bad improviser. Oh, what's the shit about you and the Cubs? <laughs> You're a Cubs fan? I don't know, man. Like, uh, for those of you who uh, didn't see my last post, I said that the Mets have nothing on my Cubbies. Um, and. I, I just kind of like decide which team I like. I've never watched a Cub, Cubs game in my life. And I, I, I can't like the Mets while they're good because I'm a bandwagon fan. No, listen. You can. You get my approval. Oh, okay. Because, like, I only started liking the Seahawks in football because, number one, Daniel Bryan liked them, and number two, because uh, let me Let me sell you on the Mets. And Richard Sherman. They're kind of the Baratheons of baseball. All right. In that there was one, like, one point when they were super powerful, and then so the, just they destroyed so themselves. So the last playoffs was, like, kind of their Blackwater, if you will? And they lost. <laughs> last time they got into playoffs was 2006. They lost in the second round against the Cardinals in seven games. Fuck the Cardinals. So the Cardinals were, like, the boar, and, like, the Mets got drunk, and they were like, this is fine, we got it. The Cardinals are kind of like House Tyrell. Okay. In that they have all this cool shit, and everyone there is like, we're the Tyrells, we're noble and beautiful, and we do things the Tyrell way. But meanwhile, there's, like, people dying out in the fields, and they're like, oh, we care about the people in the fields. They don't. They fucking suck. Got it. Like, okay, Philly, Philadelphia... Is the the great choice? No one likes Philadelphia. Oh, for sure, it's a shitty name. They're just the Philadelphia. Like, oh, are you a sandwich? Like the Philadelphia um, Phillies. I'm pretty sure their original birth name was the Philadelphia Philadelphians. Like, fuck off. <laughs> like, but the thing is, they're much just blatantly like getting into fights, throwing up on kids in the parking lot, like just blatant with their disgustingness. You know, everyone hates okay. them. It's known. It is known. Right. The Cardinals are just. Fuck every Cardinals fan. If you're a Cardinals fan, don't listen to the show. Um, here's an anecdote. Um, when I was a little kid, I didn't realize that the Cardinals were both a football team and a baseball team. Um, From different states. So I was hanging out with, like, my older brothers who were, like, cool teenagers, and they had an N64 and shit, and they had, like, high school friends. So, um, I went and, tr- and played uh, Madden 1999 with them, and I picked the Cardinals, and I was like, I want to be Mark McGuire. How do I make him the quarterback? And everybody made fun of me. <laughs> And that's that was a formative that was like my proud wing moment, where like yeah. I vowed to never smile again. Mm-hmm. That was the day you lost your smile. It sure was. Mm-hmm. I'd say you know what you could definitely be a Mets fan. Thanks, man. It because the best part about it is they're only good very rarely, so you don't actually have to watch baseball. You can be like, "Yep, the Mets suck," <laughs> except when they don't, and then you can jump on and be like, "Oh yeah, I've been a Mets fan for eight hundred years." Mm. Telling you, it's what is it's what because it's it's short for Metropolitans, right? Yes. So is their mascot like a building, Mister Met? No, it's Mister oh, Met. Okay. 
It's a guy with a baseball Wait, bat. Wait, wasn't there a story about Mr. Met like being told by Secret Service that like they would take him out if he got too close to President Bill Clinton at some point? Did you ever hear that story? Uh, let's find this out. I'm pretty sure. Okay, Mr. Met, Bill Clinton. Oh, uh, okay. Book says Secret Service threatened to shoot Mr. Met if he got close to President Clinton, says Book. In a new book, yes, it's hot in here. A.J. Massey used to don the Mr. Met costume, said he was hoping to meet President Clinton during his visit to Shea Stadium in April 1997. But because of the size of the costume's head, he couldn't get through a metal detector, which prompted a Secret Service agent to give him a serious threat of being shot by a sniper if he approached the president. Do you think a sniper's bullet could get through the Mr. Met head? I don't know what the Mr. Met head is made of. Mm. If it's like it, it looks pretty sturdy. <laughs> like it looks like it could. If it even if it didn't deflect a shot, it would like absorb. Okay. It. Like he has, it looks like he kind of has a you know like teddy bear eyes, like the hard ones. Right. So those could deflect it, but anywhere else would be absorbed into his soft felt. Um, I'm except the body. Now I'm imagining. Um... The opening scene of Game of Thrones where Ned is beheading the deserter, except he's beheading Mr. Matt. And his ice is just getting stuck. <laughs> any last any last words? And it's Mr. Matt, like, <laughs> shaking his head and putting his hands over his eyes because he doesn't talk. <laughs> the assassination of Mr. Matt. Like, Mr. Matt running from the White Walkers, deserting the Night's Watch. Do, do you know any other... Uh, Baseball mascots? Do you know the worst one? Uh, I'm guessing the A's. The A's is like the A. No, not the A's. The the Reds. I think their mascot is called like Mr. Red or something, and he's clearly just a Mr. Red. Oh, okay, I thought it was gonna be like like because every like ten percent of all sports mascots yeah, are racist. He's, he's actually so called, I thought it was gonna be like a Redskins thing, but he's just he's like actually called Mr. Red, and he's Mr. Met with a fake twirly mustache and crazy eyes. So it's like Book Littlefinger versus Show Littlefinger. Yes. Mr. Red being show Littlefinger. The absolute worst mascot is the Philly Fanatic. Well, I know of him from Always Sunny. Do do you remember the episode of Always Sunny when they're like, we're going to go to a Philly game, and they just get drunk and belligerent? That's not a fucking... That's a documentary. (laughs) That's what Philadelphia sports fans are actually like. Good to know. Yeah. Like, the Pope is visiting Philadelphia, I think, like, next week or something, and he won't be enough to save that city. Wow. Burn it to the ground. Salt it. I mean, the Orlando Magic mascot's pretty bad, and uh, I only know Florida sports. But uh, his name is Stuff, and he's a dragon. Stuff the Magic Dragon? Yeah, his name is Stuff, and he's just, like, the shitty green dragon. He actually is called Stuff... Oh, yeah, of course, the Magic Dragon. It's the fucking Orlando Magic. Like, uh, he looks like shit. Like that—that's that's all that I can literally this, say. About. This looks like this looks like a child's nightmare drawing. Yeah, it's like that thing where like the company will make dolls of kids' drawings and they all look awful, but it's like cute because it's kids or whatever. But like mm-hmm. he looks like a fucking disaster. Like it's like the Game of Thrones porn parody Drogon, or I guess uh, Viserion. The best mascot moment of all time is like inflatable Toronto Raptors mascot running and falling yes. and then his tail deflates. Like, nothing will ever top that. Let's just shut it yeah, down. Yeah, let's shut it down. This has been a mascot watch. Yeah, so send in your favorite mascot. Send in your favorite mascot and why it's Mr. Met <laughs> to the show. 
I'm Eddie Colazzo. Reach me at Brock Tringle on Tumblr. Uh, I'm I'm Brooks Oglesby. Find me at Sirius Jones on Tumblr. Brooks is now on Twitter. Um, uh, meet us in the pit. M- more like we'll be throwing. Met down. us in the pit, Mister Mister Matt. Meet the Met. The Mets have a song and it's called Meet the Mets. Oh, okay. It fucking sucks. <laughs> Can that be our outro? Um, no, our outro is going to be there's this weird Italian song they play during the seventh inning after taking me out to the ball game. And it's really fucking good, though. Like, it's like a jaunty little... That's It's going to be our, our, our Hell yeah, outro, dude. so listen for that. And, uh... I, I think I can only play like 10 seconds of it because it's an actual real song. But fuck it's it. fine. <laughs> this, the Secret Service can come after me for playing the Mets' weird Italian 7th inning. Stay away from Windows for the next 24 hours. Yep, if uh, I'm alive, see you next week. Yeah. Keep on chewing. Keep on chewing. Alright, we good? <laughs> We gumba no kalamara jajakata